You are now tuned in to the Project 365 Experience. Welcome back, guys. We are back on a Saturday night after a long week of adjusting. That's right. We're back today. I'm going to give you guys uh, three takeaways I got from our little trip down into the U.S. We went down for the Nike YBL. Um, we had a session in Indiana. And let's go through three things that stood out. Three things that I think might be able to give you guys value on what the YBL is about. I think for me, number one, um, well, first of all, just recapping the trip. Um, we drove down from Toronto to Indiana. So that took us about like, including stoppages. We're stopping to eat. Um, we drove down with a team, with our team. So including stoppages, um, we stopped about twice. You're looking at maybe 10 hours, but if you were to drive it straight, um, it's an eight hour trip. So that's already, um, that's already a little, a little, a little challenge right there. Right. So, um, yeah, we drove down across the border. There was nothing now, uh, the borders are getting pretty loose now. Um, just considering like everything, we're starting to get a little bit more intel and a little more control of what's going on with this pandemic. Um, yeah, so the border, um, to call these, the border regulations are a little bit lighter than um, what they used to be. So it was a good trip, but so we left at three, um, we left at 4 a.m., sorry, 4 a.m., we drove all the way and then we had a game at seven. So that was a little bit challenging, especially for, um, you know, for our players, I could imagine for coaches as well. So that was a little bit challenging, but um, I'm going to give you guys three things that stood out to me from the weekend. And um, let's 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 get into it. OK, so number one. Turnovers and bad shots will lead the baskets we learned quickly that when you're playing in the ybl you're playing against the the best players of their age right so we were playing in the 16 under division and you are looking at the best 16 year olds in the world if you turn the ball over they're scoring. If you take bad shots, they're scoring. Right? And those let the basket. So when you're the higher up you go in basketball, and I think that's what our guys understood, um, when you're playing against the best of the best, your margin of error is very small. And we learned quickly that a tie game can quickly turn into like a, they could quickly open up, blow the game open, and it might end up being like a 20-point game. So 
super important for you to take care of the ball and to make sure you have you take good shots okay i think for me the way i look at it from a coach perspective is let's say we turn the ball over a lot right Every single time we turn the ball over. So we call those live ball, live ball turnovers, right? The ball is in play. The ball is in play. Boom. We turn the ball over and the other team can go immediately. Boom. And go score. Okay. Those live ball turnovers can hurt a team super quickly. What I'm and how can they hurt a team super quickly? Well, when you turn the ball over. So if we're looking at the game of basketball, as my defense against your offense and your offense against my defense. If I turn the ball over where I just make a bad pass and the other team picks it off and just goes the other way, what happens is that I don't have time to set up my defense. And automatically from a numbers standpoint, I'm not going to go too much into the, into the analytics of it, but from a numbers standpoint, you're going to score more times against a defense that is not set than a defense that gets a chance to be set. Right? If we take good shots, we can, if we take good shots, and when I mean good shots, I mean shots that we know are in the flow of our options, you know, like no, no hero ball shots where somebody's coming down and just jacking, boom, somebody like the unpredictability of it is something that young players should really take into consideration because that doesn't allow you to set up your defense and you're automatically making yourself vulnerable to easy leak outs, easy baskets. Um, maybe your defense is against set and then your best player has to go in there and just maybe foul and now you're in foul trouble, right? So from a coach perspective, the way I see it, turnovers and bad shots, they don't allow me to set up my defense. So what that means automatically is I'm not giving myself a chance to play solid defense. So turnovers and bad shots don't allow you to play to set up your defense and play solid defense and have the proper matchups that you want everybody get back okay i'm getting him i'm getting him because if you think about it like at the beginning of a game when we decide matchups okay oh i got him oh i got him oh i got him naturally defense is going to put himself in a situation where i'm going to guard the person that i think i have the best chance of stopping right but in the chaos that goes on on offense, if you just turn the ball over, we just got to get back and just get matched up. So what that a lot of the times happens is we don't actually have the time to set up the matchups that we want defensively because now the unpredictability of this shot just went up. Boom. Oh, we just got to sprint back. Oh, it don't matter. You get him. You get him. You get him. the chaos that happens in there. A lot of times don't allow us to get the matchups that we want defensively. And in the UYBL, what I've noticed is you're playing against the best of the best. You're playing against the best coaches. You're playing against the best players. They see that. They take advantage of it. So I think those are the three main things that lead to your defense being at a disadvantage. You turn the ball over. Okay. You take bad shots. And also, if you foul, I think if you foul, right, if somebody's going to the basket and you foul them, uh, you're allowing defense to you're allowing defense to set up 
Um, you're allowing their defense to set up. And now you got to play against a set defense because you fouled. You, you're you playing defense without fouling. So those are the three things. Turnovers, bad shots, and fouling can put your team at a disadvantage because then you're not playing in the flow of the game, right? You're giving advantage to the other team. And that, go, that kind of flows into the second part of it where number one, they take advantage whenever you turn the ball over, you make bad shots or you foul, right? They, they take advantage of that. I think secondly, we're talking about playing defense without fouling, right? So the physicality and athleticism is very on display. So I would encourage people to really start paying attention to if I'm a 16 year old, right? And I'm playing a 16 division in, uh, in um, uh, my county, I'm playing 1600 in my county. I have with the internet. Now you have the, you have the ability to pay attention to what other 16 year olds are doing. So my challenge to you is what are the best 16 year olds? Um, what are they looking like? What should be your measuring stick if you're trying to get better? At that age, it could come to a shock to understand that if I'm a 16-year-old and I'm measuring myself to people from my hometown, well, maybe I'm the best 16-year-old. But then after, when I go to another level, right, you're going to the best of each state. They're making up a team. Now you get shocked because you're like, damn, like I thought I was doing, I thought I was doing great. I thought things, everything was good. Physicality and athleticism is on display per age group. So if you're playing against 15, if you're in the 15 under, so EYBL starts off with 15 under, 16 under, and 17 under. If you start off with 15 under, you'll notice that you play against the most athletic 15-year-olds. 16 under, same thing. 17 under, those are guys who are going to go to the high majors. You're talking about the Dukes. You're talking about the Kentuckys. They're going to the high majors. In terms of physicality, if I'm a young player, I think around the age of 15, you have to start taking your athleticism and your strength and your weight, tra- your strength and condition. You got to start taking that seriously because you will get exposed. You want to be the best? That's the next level that you can actually um, try to reach. Take your physicality and athleticism seriously. You got to be strong with the ball in the YBL. The refs, for the most part, they want to let you play. They want to let you play. So they're not calling calls just to help the defense out. You got to be strong with the ball. Somebody taps you, a little love tap. They're not calling that. So you got to be strong with the ball. You got to make quick decisions. You got to be able to finish through contact. You got to be able to make a proper step through with all the hands and maybe be able to make a pass. So for those who don't take um the weight room super serious and it's something that i never like i I think that's uh, let's pause on this because i think it's something that even me looking back at my personal career i never lifted really i never lifted weights like that i did in the off season but i didn't do it um in season just enough to be able to keep on getting stronger right um in a way that wouldn't be detrimental to my to my to me playing on the court so I think you kind of have to take your weight training. You got to take your weight training seriously because I'm talking to you guys by experience. I think I got to another point where, oh, I'm not as strong or I'm not as I don't take it. It gives you the advantage because physicality is 
um, physicality in a lot of situations is the separator. So let me explain physicality, what it is. So I don't know if you guys could visualize this. So if you close your eyes and you imagine somebody driving to the basket, okay? Somebody driving to the basket with um, a defender on their hip, okay? Let's say the defender cuts them off. That's the first contact, boom, right? And then let's say the offensive player keeps on driving into him and then boom, the second contact. I'm talking about the second contact. When I'm saying physicality and athleticism, I'm talking about that second contact right there. A lot of times determines who's going to win that battle or not. Are you able to take that second bump? The first bump, the first bump is the first bump. The second one really determines, are you, are you that strong? Can you cut him off, take the first one, boom, get the second one? Because a lot of times when you give players, and I'm talking about the defensive, if you give players that second bump, um, most of the time that's the determinant on who's winning that one-on-one battle or not. Can I take the second bump? The first bump? Okay, I can take it. But can I take the second bump? The second bump really determines are you, are you winning this battle? Because in most situations, players, if, if a player's going downhill, they'll hit, boom. They'll get a counter, boom. If you counter them with the second bump, they don't know where they're going. The really, really good players have three counters. But if I take a normal, average, I'm saying average, right? Just the average player. The average player has one move, gets downhill, boom, maybe have a second move. But to force them into a third move? Now we're in business, right? And you're, you're also talking about the EYBL. Everybody, um, that's something that I was able to see. Just everybody's strong. Everybody dunks. <laughs> Look at the smallest guy on the team. Yo, he's jumping out the gym. You're looking at these warm guys are going between the legs. It's it's like it's throwing alley oops. Everybody, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't, if you make take bad shots and you turn the ball over, somebody's getting dunked on in the back, right? So for me, if I'm a young player right now and I want to play at the next level, if I'm a parent right here, if I'm the parent of an elite athlete and I want to help them, if I'm a player, I want to take my strength and conditioning seriously. If I'm a player, yeah, if I'm a player, I want to take my strength and conditioning seriously. If I'm a parent, well, now I got to I gotta keep on mentioning to my child that your sleep is going to be important. What you eat is going to be important. The weight training session, they're not just weight training session. They're actually there. They're going to make you better. They're going to elevate your game. Everything ties in together. And lastly, the third, third point that stood out to me about the EYBL that we had, the EYBL um, session in Indiana. I, th- I think that that's the best stage to be showcased as a player and as a coach. I think it is the best, the best, um, the best stage. I think it's the best um, circuit to be on. And I'm not Nike didn't tell me to say anything. I can just just from talking with coaches and uh, talking with players. I feel like if you're not a big, big, big name player, you got to go on one of those circuits. That would be because there are more coaches looking there. Right. So the coaches know that the best players are there. So now they're going to these to these um these events the best most of the best players are already committed so now they're looking for their role players right 
looking for guys that could complement. And no matter what time you play, we had an 8 a.m. game. We still had 20 people at our game, minimum. 8 a.m. game. 8 a.m. game. It's the best. It's the best stage. Like, man, this weekend I saw I, I saw Penny Hardaway. Um, uh, Bronny James was playing. Who else did I see? Saimani Bates. Like, man, I seen like everybody. Um, Tyrese Halliburton of the Sacramento Kings was there. Um, shoot, who else? Who else? Carmelo was there. Like everybody, the eyes are on the product. So a lot of us got to get ready for that product, right? It's okay to understand that we're not at the level that we want to play at right now. But how do we get there? Consistency, right? Understanding the game. Film is important. Understanding, like I said in point one, why turnovers and bad shots lead to baskets for the other team. Consistency in the gym, consistency with my sleep, taking my sleep seriously. Can't be on my phone all night. I got to go to bed. I got to take it seriously. I got to get ready for the next day. I could go on and on about this, but I had a lot of fun. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Um, and in my opinion, in my opinion, I think the EYBL is the best stage to have um, your players get showcased this summer. So that's going to be it for today's episode. If you like, and you're not already sub, you're not already sub to my YouTube page. I, I'm sad. Like if you're not already sub, if you, if you didn't, if you didn't leave a review, a little review on Apple podcast for me, I'm sad. I'm sad. Cause I think, we have the opportunity to change the way that people kind of view this game. And by you just taking time out of your day to just give me a little review, give me a little five star. If it's four star, give me four star. I'm good. I'm good with whatever. Just whatever review you can really helps me make the show better. And it also helps people find the podcast. So if it helped, please leave us a, please leave a nice little comment. Share it with somebody that you believe can benefit from this. And I will catch you guys next time. This is Coach O365. Remember, every day, 365 days, all you can be is you. <laughs> so go be that. Catch you on the next one. Peace.